0: Just
1: chill, but I'm the type that likes the light another joint like cypress Welcome to episode 124 of the No Coup cool Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Tyler. I'm Mike. Welcome back. Uh we got our first week of preseason in. Uh
2: yeah, a bit of a rushed preseason.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Do you you have any um any dots, early dots? Uh, Before we get into the the one who's stealing the show of the preseason,
2: <laughs> no, I mean a lot of guys, a lot of guys who've been off, a lot of teams who've been off, they look good. Yeah, uh, with the exception of Chicago, from what I've seen, mm-hmm. a lot of the teams that have had a long off season look like they've capitalized on it.
1: Okay, Chicago looked pretty good last night, but first game they were bad really bad. Last night, they, they kicked it up a little notch. A little bit. I really like Chandler Hutchinson, by the way. Yeah, He's man, let's su- start with that. Super. Any
2: uh, any surprising players in the preseason that have impressed you?
1: <laughs> I'm not saying the obvious answer because <laughs> I'm sick of hearing his name already.
2: yeah talking about the Lakers?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with uh Isaac Okoro from um uh, the pack, Cavs. Uh, I really like how the Cavs look so far. Actually, uh, I think they play energetic. They um seem to well. I mean, so far they look like they like each other. <laughs> um, and he has kind of shined. First game, I mean, he hit the. I think it was the first game. He got the game winner. He had a big game for uh, points, 18, um, second game, 15, and his uh, most recent game, 10. But he's been steady. He's let the game come to him. He doesn't miss a lot of shots. Uh, I like his game. Um, I he People were kind of unsure about him because he didn't do much at Auburn. He seemed like he was just a role player at Auburn. But um, he was one of those draft picks that seemed to be on potential alone. Yeah. And uh, he looks good.
2: Yeah, it looks like he has a little bit more space. Mm-hmm. A little bit more comfortable. Yep. Uh I gotta say, man, the Wizards look like they made a good pick.
1: Yeah. Dude, Talk I really
2: it. like uh right off the bat you can see he's a good slasher. Yeah. Like he's a guy who's used to playing off ball, so he should fit right in.
1: It now how do you say his name? Avdiha?
2: I don't even want to try.
1: Okay. Denny. Yes. Know that, yeah.
2: Yeah, man, okay. he looks like a good fit. He's he's bigger than he I guess he was listed, like he he fits his big size.
1: Yeah. And he's uh, a solid six nine. Like he's yeah. not just a thin uh <laughs> dragon bender six Right. And
2: and the problem yeah. with a lot of the bigger overseas guys is are they mobile? Right. Uh and he's moving pretty well from what I've seen so far.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like how he looks, too. Yep. Um, (laughs) uh, how about the Rockets? What do you think?
2: I mean, hey, John Wall looks really
1: good. He does. He looks pretty much the same as he did before. (laughs) A little bit slower. But his quickness is there. I don't know if his speed is there. But his, you know, three-point line to the basket... He's old John Wall to me. Yeah,
2: he still knows how to, like, burst past people really well.
1: Yeah, he does. Yep. Cousins looks good. He's running the floor well, hitting threes, you know, out-rebounding guys. He's doing what he does.
2: I really like how they're
1: playing. I know. I can't wait to see them both play, you know, 30 minutes in a game. Yeah. You know, this 15 have the minutes. the ball
2: for most of the game. Right.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. There um, seems
2: to be a glaring, uh... A glaring guy who does not fit.
1: <laughs> all right. Um, okay. So, James Harden. James Harden has been uh, all over the place. He's been a jet setter as of late. Yeah. Vegas, Atlanta, Houston. Uh, working out. With his yes, trainer. In in quotes. yeah, uh, yeah allegedly. <laughs> um man, he does not look committed to the team at all, which he's not. He's not. And um I I hate this limbo period for the re- for the other players. I always do. I hated it with the Spurs. I really hated it with the Pelicans, and I hate it with the Rockets. It just yeah, man. <sighs> It's just M- really whack when you're out there playing hard. You got guys coming off injuries, trying to make comebacks, playing hard, all just to still not really know what direction the team is going in.
2: Yeah, man. It's The NBA has to do something about this. I agree. Like, not this. Just these situations are going to continue to get worse and worse. Yeah. I uh, yeah. just... I don't know how they fix this, but this is another situation where the star player is just kind of doing whatever he wants. Yeah. And because he controls the organization so much, like, you have no choice but to follow along.
1: Right. Yep.
2: I mean... It's just frustrating, man. I, I mean, he clearly, like he's just handling it in such a terrible way yeah he is i don't understand like dude we got pictures of you at these clubs yeah like i don't i understand if you want to say if you want to say look what i do all you know outside of basketball is my business Mm
1: -hmm. that's
2: fine that's you're entitled to say that yeah but don't blatantly lie to our face come on Right, I mean, that that just looks foolish.
1: It does. Yeah. Uh, so you you tell me which one would you prefer as a teammate? Um, would you prefer being with the star who just sits there, who like just doesn't dress out to the games anymore, waiting for his trade, or would you prefer what Harden is doing, coming to the games playing? Or, you know, never coming to practice.
2: Half hearted. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather, I'd definitely rather you sit out.
1: And just be there, though?
2: I don't mind if you're there. You know, you could still help out. You could kind of, you could be one foot in like mm-hmm. you really are. I don't need you to be one foot in on the court. Mm hmm. Uh, but as a, that's just me as a player, though.
1: I think I'd rather have the Harden. <laughs> I'd rather them show up for the games play. and play. Nah, I've bro. Who was it? to
2: play? Who was it that got a nice drive? I think it was Daniel House. Got the nice like pump fake. He gets by. Uh, gets right into the center of the paint. Dumps it off to Harden, and Harden is not even like doesn't even care about getting the pass back. Yeah. Really? You'd re- if that was a meaningful game in a meaningful situation. I don't, I don't know, know man. That, that's is, definitely going to rub me the wrong way.
1: The thing is, I, I don't know if Harden is playing like he doesn't want to be on the team. I know he's acting like it, but he, I think he's playing... I mean, I'm not sure if that would be any different, is what I'm saying. Right. But
2: that's the, his play style is so kind of individual. Yeah it's gonna be more highlighted when he's not playing with any chemistry
1: yeah yeah I got you yeah
2: especially because he's in this limbo period uh,
1: but to me I would rather you at least work like you know the playing is your job so i would I would rather someone be working waiting for their trade than not working and just refusing to be on strike waiting for your trade while i'm working and you're getting paid more than me that that's why i think i would rather have what harden is doing even if Harden never came to practice if you're playing in the games i i would be cool with that i i, I don't know maybe i'm just an anthony davis hater right i, I would have hated <laughs> for him to be on the bench next to me in his suit while i'm you know out here sweating and Dying on the court, getting beat by forty because he's not playing. Yeah, but that's because at least Harden I'm... will go out there and still try to win the game.
2: But he's not gonna like, he's not with you trying to win the game. You know what I mean?
1: But he never is.
2: <laughs> right. That's where I don't at. think
1: it's any. I'm saying I don't think it's any different from the reg. You know, any other time. I think he's playing exactly how he used to play before he demanded the trade. So I still would rather have that Have a player than not have a player Yeah Especially when you can sit out and wait for your trade If I sat out I would get cut Like I, that's that's whack to me At least you're out here doing what everyone else is Doing what you're supposed to be doing on the court Earning your money Because I would still probably go out there and get 40
2: He will I'm, su- I'm sure he's still going to be a top You know top 3 top 5
1: scorer Now I've made a lot of trade predictions by accident on this podcast multiple times this is one of my first trade predictions that i truly believe will happen and it's wild but i got a feeling
2: Hit
1: me. i think it's going to be a three-way trade that sends victor oladipo to houston i don't know who the third one is i'm thinking philly um just because I don't think Philly has anything to give Houston that would take Harden's place. But I do think Philly has enough that would entice Indiana to let Victor Oladipo go. Which they were trying to do, but for some reason failed. Um, I think Ind- I think Indiana would take a lower... Wouldn't take much. I think they would take a Tobias and... Uh, Mike Scott and Cork Miles for Oladipo, and then uh, I mean send Oladipo to Houston. Harden goes to Philly. Maybe uh, House or PJ Tucker goes to Indiana. That's what I'm thinking is gonna happen. It's a long shot because I haven't heard anything about Indiana, but I think it could, I think it could happen.
2: It's, it sounds good. Don't get me wrong.
1: And I I kind of like Houston with. Wall and Olibo. It's just exciting. <laughs> it will be a lot of dunks.
2: I just, I, I'm really curious to see what Houston, how Houston is going to transition away from Harden.
1: I think easily. New coach. It's not yeah. like they have to. They have a pretty much complete new management.
2: Yeah, I'm just hoping. I don't know, man. I. I it, does it depend on Wall playing? Because when Wall's not playing, what is the, is that going to look the same?
1: What do you mean? Like are, when he's not in the game or when he's are, hurt?
2: When he's hurt, if he misses 20 games, are they going to be as dynamic without like an elite ball handle creator?
1: Well, that's why they need to get one back. <laughs> that's why they can't... That's why... They can't just go with Philly and just take Tobias and Cork Miles from Philly. Or they can't go with just uh, um, whoever Miami was going to give them that isn't going to be, you know, isn't a star. They would have to go with someone all star caliber.
2: And that's reasonable.
1: Yeah, and that's what, um, you know, with Brooklyn, that's why they demanded we need Kyrie. Or nothing. Because what are we going to do with Spencer Dinwiddie? Which, I mean, we both think Spencer Dinwiddie, Levert, and um, Allen is a good trade. But obviously Houston, long term, you know, they're not going to pay any of those guys any max money. Yeah. So they need another max player. I definitely think that. But based on Harden's choices... I don't I don't see it happening. Obviously Jimmy Butler's not getting traded. Uh who's the Bucks? I don't yeah, know I don't think the Middleton. Bucks have anything to offer. Yeah, Middleton, but No I mean, thing.
2: If the Houston does that, I'm I'm gonna be in tears.
1: I would be surprised if Greek Freak would allow them to get Harden. I think Greek Freak would be the kind of cause then Greek Freak already throw shade at Harden once. The, um, yeah, they had their little beef. Yeah, come on, man. Greek freak price. If I sign this two hundred twenty-eight million, I do not want James Harden here. That might, might it might be what he's been waiting for, <laughs> waiting for them to <laughs> not make that move.
2: Hey, at least he wasn't waiting for the fucking Lakers. Okay. Right. Uh, but I, I guess we could transition to that because this. This Houston situation is going to be a mess until some trade happens. Yeah. I think every close game they lose, we're going to be breaking down every every quit play that Harden has. And he's going to have a lot.
1: Yep. Yep, I agree.
2: I just hope it doesn't cost them too many games.
1: Yeah, me too. I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't all right uh you said the lakers
2: no the milwaukee with signing greek freak
1: okay okay yeah i mean i don't there's not much to say there who's surprised expected big move glad they did it um yeah it's expected yeah at this point
2: Giannis, it's time bro like it's 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 time to close the deal. All the all the puzzle pieces are in place.
1: Yeah, their team is stacked.
2: Like okay, I mean I for understand. the current
1: current NBA is stacked.
2: If they lose to the Lakers, that's okay.
1: They have to make the finals.
2: But that's what I'm saying. They cannot get exposed by another Eastern Conference team.
1: I I also love this team with Budenholzer's coaching. Yes, if. If Giannis can let Budenholzer coach, that's, I I really think that's a problem up there. I mean, because Budenholzer can only coach so much when Giannis just takes the ball every time down court. You know, or Giannis tries to play one-on-one 30 feet from the basket. Um, If Giannis lets Budenholzer coach, I mean, this team is perfectly fit for him for Budenholzer's coaching style. So many weapons, so many places, so many people who should get shots. I mean, DJ Augustine should get five, six shots a game sometimes. You know, it, just out of nowhere. Torrey Craig may get a good solid three open ones. Forbes should get some, you know, three or four threes off a game. Yes. I mean, this is just the bench.
2: But that all depends on, like you said, uh, like, can they not play through Giannis on the perimeter?
1: Giannis should not be playing forty-eight minutes anymore, too.
2: Well, he—he's been—he's usually the lower minutes guy.
1: I mean, but now it's—it's it's definite that he shouldn't.
2: His usage rate shouldn't be that crazy.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. But sometimes he—he miss, he misses a lot of time just because he's in foul trouble, which they can afford now. Because I mean, you know, I'm, Torrey Craig's not like an all defense defender, but he's someone that will come in and play a good D, hold it down for yeah, a takes quarter. Some fouls. Yeah. Um man, I, I like their team a lot. Who who's gonna start at the two in your opinion? Forbes? Or DiVincenzo? Vincenzo? Or Conaton? Definitely Forbes. <laughs> it's gotta be Forbes. From those options. <laughs> right. Uh I'm trying I think I've seen I haven't seen who started for them in the preseason game I didn't see Oh, DiVincenzo did
2: Yeah, I, I wonder if they're gonna go bigger or smaller With uh, how they play positions mm-hmm. Cause Like if Portis is playing well Do you put him out there with Brook Lopez Or instead of Brook Lopez
1: Yeah Yeah, that's a good question the problem is they don't have a lot of, you know, they still really don't have a lot of bigs, you know. Like, after that, because if, let's say Lopez and Portis are both in there, you know, when one of them needs a blow, like, they still would almost have to stagger them at one point or move Greek Freak to the five, which they can do. Yeah. But um, it's going to, you know, it's going to take some creativity either way. And I'm excited for it. I'm interested in it. All right, um, what's next? Who who else did you notice?
2: I mean, the Lakers look like they're not gonna lose a game this year.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they do. They They look look insane,
2: and LeBron is not even in shape. I
1: know. None of them really look in shape except Kuzma to me.
2: Yeah, it's just they have. They just look so complete. I I don't really even know what to say.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They look like
2: they can match everything that any team can be missing.
1: I agree. And they can... Well, for the most part, it looks like they can fit any kind of play style, too. Yeah. Defensively, they can guard anybody.
2: And they look like they've... Even though they were the best team out of this past year... They look like they've added different layers to how they could play.
1: Yeah. Definitely.
2: What have the Clippers done?
1: <laughs> gotten older.
2: <laughs> they've gotten a year older, a year dumber, apparently, according to Paul George.
1: <laughs> I mean, they got older by adding... I mean, Ibaka's on his way out, I feel like. This has got to be his last stop. Batum is, should be done. Uh, I mean, they didn't add anything special.
2: You know, it's it's interesting that for for two guys that load manage so much, they're gonna yeah. be asked to carry more now. Batum, stop! <laughs> Come on, <laughs> they'll be lucky. They'll be lucky to get fifteen minutes a night from Batum.
1: Yeah, Batum is Batum's only thirty two. <laughs> Dude, he, he is the most washed
2: 32-year-old there was.
1: I can't believe Batum's only two years older than Paul George <laughs> and, and Kawhi.
2: He's been sitting, like, wasting his prime. Yeah. It's just, I can't believe that's who they went for.
1: Just because he's greedy and wanted to abandon Dame Lillard like everybody else. Right. Um, Speaking of... Uh Charlotte looks good, man. Yeah, I, I mean, like it.
2: Hayward got hurt, which was kind of
1: I told you he wasn't gonna play full season. <laughs>
2: I told you. I mean damn I didn't know was he couldn't gonna make, make it early. to opening night. <laughs> nope. That's rough. <laughs> That's I why I say... said he's
1: another Chandler Parsons. I would We can't rely on you to be here for one season? One full eighty games?
2: Can I get like can I get a quarter of a season? can i like establish my young players with you so then they could at least you know learn how to play without you
1: he just comes in and like immediately wrecks the chemistry that was fine <laughs> <laughs> that started there
2: 100 percent. i will say okay so i know that preseason you really can't take away anything from it because nobody's defending nobody's really showing everything Mm-hmm. but Lamelo ball looks legit <laughs> Legit. Legit. And and what I mean is like he he is he's that expectation that was set on him. Yeah. It looks like he could fit it. Okay. Because he looks creative enough to be a full time point guard. Yep. Uh that's one thing I thought it would be messy. I thought and you know, his obviously his shooting percentage is probably not gonna be very good. Right. Uh, but that's something I expected in Charlotte either way. Yeah. Uh, but that creativity that I, I've seen the first two games. Yeah. I I didn't expect that from like every time he has the ball.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
2: And I think that's gonna that's gonna work really well for them with all those m- kind of mismatched players they got. Yeah. I think it could settle everybody down and kind of give them a. More clear cut direction.
1: Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I would agree with that. I uh. I think they look so energetic. They look so. Um. They they look. They look deep, and they kind of are. I mean, the Martin twins.
2: Every you know, NBA team looks like that in preseason. <laughs>
1: No, no, but I'm saying they do because they look so uh, balanced. That's what I'll say. Not just deep. They look balanced. Like, there's no... I don't think anyone on here... Like, who would you say is the best player on this team?
2: I mean, Devontae Graham is should be the answer.
1: Yeah, but he's it's not hes no, not it's that not. much better than anyone. Like, everyone is still kind of on the same level, like the same, you know, like... 2K78 rating blow blow
2: up yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah and they all have, I mean Cody Zeller's potential is probably gone, but everybody else still has like potential to be better, and potential to have (laughs) good good games.
2: That that's why I really like Lamelo Ball on this team.
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I, I can't I don't think
2: they're a playoff team even if he's playing well. Yeah. Uh, but I think this team.
1: I think they're I, a playoff team.
2: I just see, eh, I don't.
1: I see it. I see But it I coming. see
2: good player development moving forward with them. Finally. Finally. Like, you, you draft Malik Monk, but there's nobody there to really get him good shots.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So it's like you get Dwayne Bacon, you get all these, you get Miles Bridges, but like nobody could get these guys good shots. Mm hmm. And finally, there's a guy there who I think can settle everybody down. Yeah. I mean, they've needed this for years.
1: Yeah. They needed someone who can just be a passer for yes. a game.
2: Terry Rozier, you know, I like his game, but that's, he's, that's not him.
1: No, it's not. Definitely not. He shouldn't be getting... Like, I, as a coach, I wouldn't even want him to get 10 assists. Because, like, why aren't you shooting the ball, I would say. Right. Same thing with Graham. I mean, Graham can get 10 assists, but everyone else if they get tennis is taking something out of their game except for lamella and um you know I, I really really like PJ Washington I said before he reminds me of millsap a lot um I think they have this this way they can go small ball they can go big because their guards are have really nice size you know I they look good they just look they look good
2: they're going to need a guy, I I hope Graham does it again, but they're going to need a guy to step up and lead.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, hey man, I think the Raptors look really bad. I mean, they beat Charlotte both games, but it's Charlotte. I don't like how the Raptors look, man. I really don't. I would have let, based off how they're playing so far, I know, um... I don't think Lowry, did Lowry... Yeah, Lowry isn't playing yet. But I don't... I wouldn't have kept Van Vliet. I know that's a super hot take. But how Van Vliet plays now... It's almost like... um, You remember when DJ Augustine was on the Nuggets? Yeah. And he was like... <laughs> For like a half a season, he was like their best player. Yeah. That's how Van Vliet looks on the Raptors to me. And he's not their best player. But the shots he takes and the amount of shots he takes and the tough shots he takes, it looks like he's... I know it's just preseason though, so I'm not getting carried away. But so far, I don't like how they look, how the shots are going. Especially with Van Vliet leading them i don't think he should be leading them in shots taken yeah
2: they're they're a team who to me offensively they're gonna fall behind the rest of the conference Mm -hmm. because like you look in a seven game series can they really match up with brooklyn
1: oh of course not
2: you know what i mean can they really match up with boston
1: no miami saw that already no
2: yeah i don't even think milwaukee Right. So they're they're a team who's gonna. Their opportunities to win are gonna be because of the defense, because of like the the slow pace. Yeah. And I think with Lowry and and Van Fleet, they'll be
1: fine. Um, that kid I I mentioned on here before, Malachi Flynn looked great this last game. Lit Charlotte up for seventeen. Um.
2: See, they're an interesting team because. Toronto can be a team that's better than you thought because of a random draft pick, kind of stepping up.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I really think he was going to be the replacement for Van Vliet because they play very similar. Um, but yeah, they could do that. I I don't know. It's ugly to me so far, but I'm open for I'm open La- to it changing.
2: <laughs> well, Larry ain't gonna make it prettier. I can tell you that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Neither does Siakam. But exactly, we'll see. yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh let's see who else, who else? Anybody else that yeah, you notice?
2: Uh nobody really that stood out as far as just play styles.
1: John Morant looks good so far early. They're
2: very bouncy. Yeah.
1: Um <laughs>
2: Did you see a Detroit? Mm-mm. Getting rid of LiAngelo a couple oh. of
1: days, yeah, of course. After two games, <laughs> you know, he my didn't man, even play. all my
2: man can get is a backdoor layup. That's all I can see highlights of him doing. That's tough. Uh...
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yep. I don't understand. He doesn't get to check in. No. Yeah, and the really backdoor layup
1: been... is the one in the UCLA scrimmage, right?
2: No, I think so. Well, I mean, I just mean like
1: he is nothing he's never played basketball (laughs) he's never played organized basketball that's tough man There's just that clip that Detroit clip of
2: him getting like a fucking layup or something
1: oh maybe in warm ups yeah
2: yeah that's what it was (laughs) yeah he's out of here they look they look bad they're uh yeah they do their rookie looks like he's he's gonna move the ball for no reason all year
1: what do you mean like, extra pass?
2: Like, they're not a team who need LaMelo Ball, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he's got that similar of, like, I create for everyone play style. Yeah. And, like, they don't really need that. Right. I just, it's, I mean, it's Detroit, so. I don't have yeah. high expectations, but.
1: They made some really bad decisions for a really just, long time. It
2: looks weird to me. <laughs> Doesn't look right. Doesn't look, their like roster just doesn't look right
1: to me. I agree. I agree. I like the pickups, but I don't see who's you know. I mean, I like a lot
2: of the individual players. I just don't see how it it comes together.
1: Yes, exactly. Great way to put it. Uh, I didn't see Portland really
2: yeah i missed portland I, that sucks man i really wanted to see what covington looked like with them yeah uh but portland's a team i gotta give them like 30 games to truly judge them
1: yeah yeah that's fair
2: i gotta say if they're not rebounding 10 games into the season we got a problem
1: the a rebound machine
2: but Cantor's uh bench machine too a lot of the time <laughs>
1: Yeah, he is. Uh, Collins still isn't back yet either, I don't think. Oh, the, the
2: Spurs were another team I saw briefly.
1: Okay. Yeah, I saw the Spurs too.
2: They're another team...
1: They Afro look DeRozan?
2: Like, right. They look like they haven't really gotten better, but they're still moving in that direction that I liked. Yeah. I just... I just think a lot of the Western Conference teams are going to be better than them. Mm -hmm. Like, I think Phoenix is a team that kind of leapt in front of them.
1: Yeah, of course.
2: Uh, So, I don't know, man. I I like what I see from them, but I just don't think it's enough.
1: I I do think they got better. Um, I really like how, again, their shot distribution looks great. I like how no one is, like, afraid to shoot on the team. Like, I, I think that's something that often goes overlooked on a lot of these, you know, uh, for lack of a better word, bad teams. Mediocre teams, I'll say. Yeah. Is But no one on San Antonio is afraid to, like, let it go. And I, I think that'll help them because I think they won't rely so much on taking it to Aldridge... I think their inside-out game will be better. And I think they're, like, creating their own weapons right now. They are still really young, obviously. Uh, Besides Aldridge and Patty Mills, everybody else, and Rudy Gay, everybody else is still relatively young. They play Lyles, Lonnie Walker a lot. Uh, What's the other kid? Oh, Derek White's not back yet. But Keldon Johnson, too. Yeah. Um. I like how they look. I'm excited. I'm excited for no, them.
2: I just think... They're, they're not going
1: to make the playoffs.
2: No, they don't have a guy... They don't have, like, a shutdown guy. Defensively? Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely not. And they
2: don't have... And if you don't have a shutdown guy, you need somebody to, who can protect the basket.
1: Definitely and not. And
2: that's... They are sorely missing that.
1: Which I don't understand what's taking them so long to get. They like, I mean, they could have got JaVale McGee.
2: Hundred percent, but they they force Purtle to play so much that he Pirtle's looks terrible, like he's man. a he looks like he's a good shot blocker because he's out there so much. He's terrible, but he's yeah, man, he's not it.
1: He's not good at anything other than being big. <laughs> <laughs> that is his talent.
2: Everything is everything he does is slow. Yep, he's got that Zubotch like movement.
1: Yeah, yeah. Except he's still three inches shorter, right? He's not even that tall. No, no, yeah. Um Steph looks amazing. Right, that
2: was my next uh Steph.
1: <laughs> Absolutely amazing still.
2: Happy to see him back. it's, it's yeah. been a while.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Warriors um Steph's gonna have to do a lot. But I I like how they look though. I like how Ubre and Steph look together.
2: Yeah, I think Draymond playing full time once he's back. Uh I think he's gonna I think they'll be fine.
1: Marquise Chris knocking down jumpers. Did you see?
2: I don't believe it. Did you see it though? I saw it, yeah. <laughs> but there's like there's <laughs> guys who hit, there's certain guys who even when they hit you just you let them go.
1: He he hit three he was three for four.
2: Okay. You still let them shoot? Bro, uh, Cat, be hit like five for six, and I'll still let him shoot.
1: That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Same Um, thing
2: with Embiid.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I think the Warriors could shock people and be almost like a Miami status in the West, to be honest. It wouldn't
2: be a shock to me, though.
1: Not to me, but, I mean, I think they'd shock a team they are playing. Like I think they could, you know, come out against the Nuggets and beat the Nuggets in seven games. Just from them having just as many weapons, even more than the Nuggets do now. Bazemore yeah. is out there getting it done. Poole looks good already. Uh Damian Lee looks good already. You know, Watermaker can give you a good ten and five off the bench. Marquise Chris is knocking down jumpers and then throwing Wiseman. And Pascal and Draymond, it might be tough. Yeah. You, you know, it's interesting
2: to me. Steph has got some catching up to do as far as like point guard dominance. Because uh-huh. while he's been gone, Damian Lillard has like ascended. Yeah. Uh, Jamal Murray has ascended.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: I think there's guys that are trying to ascend Morant, uh, Darren Fox. Yeah. John Wall's trying to make a comeback. CP's having a resurgence. Yeah, so it's it's he's got a lot of competition in the West.
1: He does. Yep.
2: And those he's guys have to play
1: some defenses here.
2: Yes. And those guys like control games so much with just their overall play style. Yeah. He's never really had to do that. Right. So I, I'm curious to see how the Warriors will adjust to that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, me too. All right, that's all I got NBA wise. You got anything else? No, man, I'm
2: ready for the season to start. I'm excited.
1: Did we talk about Kyrie again in the ponds?
2: I mean, what is there to say? Nothing really. I do say hey, I'm happy. KD looks good. He does. KD's getting thirty routinely. Looks like so. I'm happy to see that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he should have an easy dirty on this team. Really,
2: I hope they like is KD number one, and everybody else just you know fits in. However, depending on how they're playing,
1: hmm, give me an example of that, <clears throat> or just tell me how that would look like.
2: Well, KD needs to be getting the most amount of touches, obviously. Yeah. But I want their second like go to guy not to necessarily be Kyrie.
1: Mm, okay.
2: And I think I think they you can maximize Kyrie when he's just kind of when you feed him depending on how he's playing. Yeah. Because there's just so many weapons on the team.
1: Yeah, there is.
2: I, I don't if I think if Kyrie's the clear cut second weapon, I think that limits everybody else to be a definitive role player.
1: Oh, of course, because Kyrie takes 10 seconds out the shot clock. Exactly. Yeah. But if
2: LaVert, if you know, has the confidence of, oh, I got it going, so I'm going a, I'm to a touch the ball tonight. Yeah. I think they could be fire.
1: If Kyrie doesn't average a career high in assists on this team, he should stop playing point guard.
2: <laughs> Kyrie, I, I'm looking at Kyrie to me, man. Like, I really, I got no expectations as far as, like winning basketball from KD. Uh huh. Because I think KD's gonna dominate regardless. Okay. But with Kyrie, I just, he can't be out there as that, like, he, he's like the, tr- like, almost a shittier version of Bledsoe because he's better in every way, but the decision making is almost worse.
1: A lot of times it's worse, yeah.
2: Can't have that.
1: At least Budso will shoot it before he turns the ball over. Yeah. yeah <laughs> He'll exactly. just take a bad shot instead of turning it over. Kyrie will definitely Yeah.
2: I don't know. And Kyrie Kyrie is just such a genius putting the whole target on his back off road.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the synergy. I like, take it back. I like oh, but we walked. do still coach ourselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Coach each other. Yeah. He does all right. I mean, <laughs> Kyrie's I crazy, man. I
2: can't wait for him to dodge one ounce of responsibility. I'm like, yo, Kyrie, it's a collaborative
1: effort, bro. <laughs> right. Yep. All right, let's get to it, man. Uh, Wait yeah monday night football ravens browns
2: that was insane
1: bathroom gate
2: (laughs) (laughs) yo cramp gate the fact that he the fact that he came out and said like i didn't pull up paul pierce (laughs) is what made me sus
1: I have you heard Paul Pierce respond to that yet?
2: No, I haven't.
1: I haven't I haven't either. I want to though. I hope he has. I missed it if he did. <laughs> yeah, man. He looked great though. Looked absolutely great. Yes. Um what'd you think? Did you watch the whole game? No, I watched a
2: little bit before that moment happened. <laughs> and I finished the game. Okay. Because I had to turn it on because it was just so crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, I got to say, man, I've talked bad about Baker a lot on this podcast. Baker looked fantastic in that game, start to finish. He looked elite. And it is by far the best I've ever seen him play in the NFL. Um, yeah, man, So maybe. I'll give him his flowers there. But good. Yeah
2: Baker's moving in the right direction it seems
1: Yeah Yeah.
2: I don't know though Because I thought that for uh, Jimmy Garoppolo Last year Remember after that big Arizona game Yeah I was like man on prime time You throwing four TDs You kind of carrying the offense mm-hmm. So I'm going to be hesitant to commit to Baker But he he looks like he's moving In the right direction
1: Yeah you know what And I heard this on, you know, a lot of the sports news outlets about him playing better without Odell. And I don't think they necessarily verbalized it well, so I'm going to try to. I think that with quarterbacks, when you don't have to make a target satisfied, when you don't even have a number one target, when everyone else... Everyone just becomes even targets. I think it does give you a little more freedom. And I feel like that does give Baker more freedom. When he doesn't have to say, okay... Like, his first look used to be, okay, where's Odell? Oh, I see him. He's not open. Alright, now let me look for somebody else. And by then, you know, he has to throw a tough pass. He's getting sacked. Something like that. But now it looks like he... It just looks like he has more options than he's ever had. And he actually has less and he's missing, you know, a top 5 option in the entire league. Yes. And um he just he just looks like he has so much more freedom on the team all of a sudden than he has the rest of his career.
2: He looks more comfortable, more composed. And and he's like he has to make good decisions. He's not talented enough to do what some of the super elite quarterbacks try to do. Yeah. Uh, And I think over these last five To like seven, eight weeks He's getting much better
1: Yep Uh, Do you think they keep Odell When Odell comes back?
2: No, I don't I
1: don't think so either
2: It's just at this point It's not even like a You know, we want to make it work At this point, it's clear that it hasn't Yeah And, And maybe that's not Maybe that's not Baker being a bad quarterback It's just like a fit issue right it's just the pressure of oh my god i have odell i gotta throw it to him like you said yep so uh i just they gotta let him go
1: yep okay transition lamar jackson what'd you think seeing the highlights the stats he's 163 yards passing 124 yards rushing he went to the bathroom he came back he won the game
2: Come on, man. He didn't go to the bath Allegedly.
1: Well, he went to the locker room, came back, and he won the game. Yeah. There's a bathroom in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, Dude,
2: not, what, I'm not what, sold on the Ravens, bro. I'll just say it.
1: When he got to the door and he told that person to move, did you see that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was not because of the crap. <laughs> you don't do that. Just because <laughs> you, your leg is you,
2: cramping. You got me there. You got me there. I got <laughs> no excuse for that.
1: That's an emergency. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not either. But I, I loved how they looked. I mean, that um, was
2: exciting. But those games, uh, you know, just like the Rams beat the Chiefs in that wild game, you know, a year, couple years back.
1: Yeah, that game was still incredible.
2: It's just, but yeah. it's not who they are. Mm-hmm. And with the Ravens, I've probably seen them more than every other team this year. There's not that, like the offense can't carry you in a versatile way.
1: Mm. Okay.
2: It it looked like it could, and because the game kind of was going crazy. Yeah. You know, in the meaningful, in the really meaningful games, in the really meaningful moments, they haven't been able to do it. Right. So this doesn't really show me anything. I mean, Pittsburgh is still way better and Pittsburgh has been, you know, having a rough two weeks.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, right now Ravens are on the outside of making the playoffs still. So
2: there's just so many teams that even if they even if the Ravens record was better, like the Titans have came and passed them by. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. They could run the ball better even though they're more stiff with it. I mean Uh Tannehill yeah. like Tannehill's clearly more limited than Lamar Jackson, but for some reason he could play like like an ultimate game manager. Lamar Jackson can't really do that. Right. Uh I think I mean Josh Allen looks like he's almost the more complete version of Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And the Bills just look so much more elite than them yeah obviously the chiefs yeah pittsburgh i'm in mean, and, and clearly cleveland is right there
1: yeah
2: uh and i think cleveland is a team who by the end of the year they could kind of peek out to be honest even if they don't make the playoffs right <clears throat> i just i can't get excited about a team that a bunch of other afc teams are passing by
1: fair that's fair i agree um, the M- MVP doesn't have to be a quarterback, does it? I mean... Or it just seems like it always is.
2: Yeah. It just, but the quarterback has so much more control than everybody else. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Derrick Henry's making a good case.
1: I mean, he's leading the league in rushing yards, rushing touchdowns. And he has more rushing touchdowns than the leader in receiving touchdowns. I mean, and the team is really not that good, especially on offense. And, he,
2: like, he carries them.
1: Absolutely like, carries them. he opens
2: them. up everything else that they do. Right. Uh, I don't think any other, maybe Russell Wilson, but I, I don't know if anybody else kind of has to unlock their offense the way he does.
1: I mean, look at it this way: He has, I mean, he has more rushing yards than you know any receive anybody has receiving yards, and when it comes to touchdowns, he's fourteen, the leader in receiving touchdowns. Uh, his quarterback is leading the league in passing touchdowns, so it's like Henry's really doing it. With Tana Hill or without, is what I'm saying. Yeah. He doesn't need a quarterback to do what he's doing at all. Doesn't need anybody. Just hand him the ball. He's a beast. Absolute beast. Um. Anyway, i saved this time to talk about it, man. Jalen Hurts.
2: Oh, yeah. The, this is... It's your time, a, baby. What a strange situation.
1: It's your time, baby. It's here. Eagles wax the Saints. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Eagles took the Saints out.
2: Uh, it was it was maybe not quite a waxing, but it was close.
1: It was close. Uh the Saints I'll say the Saints still looked pretty good. Taysom Hill looked all right. 291 yards, that's nice. But it was Jalen Hurts' first start. Saints are coming in um 15 straight games
2: i gotta say man this is this is one of those things that makes me really love football sometimes Uh uh-huh because this this seems to happen almost every year there's always like the the elite defense that really gets hot midway through the year yeah and they go into a game and you just expect them to dominate yeah and they get absolutely torched yeah. by a by a first starting first time starter.
1: Yeah. Last 15 games uh for the Eagles, they had zero 100-yard rushers. This game they had two. One of them being Jalen Hurts. Uh the Saints went 55 straight games without allowing a 100-yard rusher. Once again, Eagles had two. Uh, And listen, this is what makes it look really bad on Wentz's part. Because, like, Sanders wasn't doing anything he couldn't do any other night. Nope. He was just doing it on the best defense in the league. Uh, But Hurts, I definitely think, I believe, the way Hurts kind of came out the gate with his um speed with running early it it made it made the defense really have to think about it and i think it opened it up for sanders it didn't have to open it up a lot but it opened it up a little bit because there was times where you know um they did play action or uh they faked it like um hurts was gonna run and sanders ran and the defense did you know they were hesitant and I mean, they looked good, man. They looked good as a team. He didn't throw the ball that well, but he also didn't get sacked at all. Coming from Wentz, who leads the league in sacks,
2: it was because he was holding on the goddamn ball.
1: Exactly. And this
2: is this is where my this is where I really question what is going on in Philadelphia <laughs> because you got your starting quarterback is playing like absolute trash. Like, the Crash. fact that he he should have been benched three weeks ago, but he gets benched against the best defense in the league. I told you, man. You Sabotage. You basically, like, you wanted your backup quarterback to fail. But let's just let that slide because we don't know for sure. Why, why do I have the two Fletcher Cox and um, the other guard or lineman who I can't remember? Mm-hmm. Like, the two team captains, the staples of the team— they come out, they say, you know, Wentz is my best friend. I love Carson Wentz. He's our guy.
1: And oh, I they, hated that. And then, and then Jalen Hurts
2: is out there, and everybody's playing harder.
1: Everyone played better.
2: Like, how does that happen when Carson Wentz is your guy, but the backup quarterback comes out there, this is the second time another quarterback has replaced him, and everybody's playing harder? Yeah. Like it's it's at this point. There's no excuse. There's nothing we can't say. Oh, they're limited. Oh, they don't have help because every time Carson Wentz isn't out there, they look like a complete football team. Yep. And I I just don't understand what they're missing when Carson Wentz is out there. Clearly, there's a disconnect with with the quarterback there.
1: Absolutely, and for those, you know. Uh, the commentators who said that the Eagles just didn't have weapons, their line is trash, it's not Wentz, you know, it's everybody else. Okay, you can beat arguably the best team in the league without him.
2: That's not an accident,
1: right? And the the line is, is so bad that's why he leads the league in sacks. No, our backup didn't get sacked at all. The whole game.
2: Yeah. He
1: didn't get sacked at all, and he ran. So it's not like he was just standing there throwing the ball. He was moving and didn't get sacked. Like he left the pocket. Yes. I mean, he was.
2: Wentz, like Wentz moves and he leaves the pocket and just still takes
1: sacks. (laughs) Exactly. It's just, I don't get it. By the way, he's only the second quarterback in history to get 100 yards in their first start. And. Number The first one was Lamar Jackson It's easy It's easy I mean this is just This is a great start for him I think I think he looked really good Like I said he didn't throw the ball that well But he also wasn't taking sacks He probably went out there and said Okay Wentz leads the league in sacks I'm not getting any sacks I just, Easy
2: I just don't understand the the, the motivation in Philly Like y- you basically played out of these this trash ass division That you had an extra like Three games to save your life. Yeah. You didn't save your life, but now that the backup quarterback who comes in three weeks too late to save your season, oh, we want to rally and play harder for him. Like, I, I just don't understand the thought process there.
1: Leadership. I think they trust him. I think I think he's a trustworthy guy. I'm, I mean, he's led his teams so many, so often. All throughout college he was a great leader for his teams. He was a winner. He got that you know, winning DNA and they it's infectious, you know, it's contagious. You're right. As a as an athlete, you know when someone on your team is gonna do whatever it takes to win and it feels good. And I I mean I'm not saying Wentz doesn't have that, but obviously Hertz has a little more. And I've seen Hertz have more, I've seen Wentz have none some nights. Um,
2: i will tell you if if hurts has them battling for a playoff spot the last week of the season yeah it it's when whence time to go oh for sure i don't for care sure. that he's got years on the contract it's time to go yep yeah
1: or i mean he can be back up <laughs> yeah
2: you know he can be
1: back up I mean, I don't know who's going to pay for him.
2: Yeah, I mean, he'll probably stay another year, maybe get another chance if if Hurts isn't as good as it seems. Yeah. Uh, but it just, I, I was just dumbfounded by, by what happened this weekend.
1: <laughs> he was killing him, man. I, mean, I, thought, I thought I would
2: check the score. I thought I would look at the scoreboard and Philly would have a, uh, a rough six points in New Orleans would have 35 yeah and that is not what happened
1: nope i I, I was worried because I, I think I said on here before I think um Peterson was trying to sabotage Hertz's, you know beginning of his career i I honestly believe that still believe it I, I do i
2: could not tell you what he's doing right now
1: because Peterson looked he looked sick after Hertz played well.
2: <laughs> he
1: finally Did you notice that? Dude, he he didn't want to run the ball. No, he didn't.
2: Even though they had two guys running for over a hundred yards, he still was like trying to force fancy plays. Yeah. Dude I he's he's trying to lose a job, it looks like.
1: Dude, I mean, like I said, right after the game, he looked like he was mad that Hurts got it done. Like I don't understand, what's the problem? Yeah, there's,
2: there's something wrong there. I don't know what it is, but it is not working out.
1: Yeah. All right, halfway point. You got any other sports?
2: Uh, I mean, I thought the Bills just dominated the Steelers. I thought that was pretty shocking. It was kind of a statement game yeah uh and i mean the chiefs the chiefs just make it look so easy it's ridiculous
1: and uh and the dolphins are trying to hang in there to try and really earn.
2: dolphins did everything they could and they're another team an afc team who's coming by the way
1: yeah absolutely
2: Uh, but man the chiefs just it's just effortless honestly yep it's like that that 2016 curry year just too easy
1: yeah. For sure. Texans what do the Texans need, man? What's oh, the problem?
2: Man, uh, just a just a clean offseason without Bill O'Brien. I agree. Just, just
1: they need reset. They need to go heavy on the signings this offseason, for sure. Yeah. Giants, trash.
2: Yeah, they really <laughs> All that fluke excitement because they took the division lead for a second.
1: Yeah, you didn't hear me excited.
2: So <laughs> yeah, I told you after the game, bro. They, they might. I'm. I'm. have seen enough from Danny Dimes.
1: Wow, you're, you're late. I've seen enough, and I, <laughs> I haven't saw enough. I haven't been motivated to watch
2: him much.
1: Right? Because yeah. Gi- when
2: when Giants fans don't get excited, I was like, why should I? Right. But there is nothing there to me
1: <laughs> Nothing at all
2: And he's got yeah. protection too And there's nothing there
1: <laughs> Yeah man He He's not it We'll keep him though watch We'll keep him for a long time
2: Oh shot dude please The Giants have to learn their lesson Like you can't just leave A, a warrior out there to take punishment
1: Oh They won't learn their lesson
2: because they're just they're leaving Danny Dimes He's doesn't want to get rid of the ball But he's freaked out of taking hits Yeah. So there's just this Disgusting combination and, and why every time he gets hit The ball flies out
1: Every single time What is that? I don't know man
2: Like dude It's like he's not playing quarterback
1: <laughs> It's bad is weak. He looks weak. Weak. That's a good word for it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Enough with the giant slander. It's not even slander. It's just facts, actually. Yeah. Um. All right. I got a gem. This is from L. A. and Rick Ross. This is called Fun Fact. I
3: can't control this feeling, baby. I. Need some sexual healing, baby. ah You should be right here with a nigga, baby. Let's go. We should be discovering love underneath these sheets. Need some sexual healing, baby. ah Should be right here with a nigga back. Yeah. 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 Fun fact, baby, I'm back, back in effect. Yeah. Fun fact, I got a hundred around my neck. Yeah. Who that? That's just my ex trying to get back. Yeah. Rolling stone, I'm moving on, never look back. Yeah. I tell the truth, baby. And don't ask. Nah. Only fit I bleed is when I'm running through sacks. Give you the world, don't even stress Van Nuys, quarter to two, five to jet I Can't control this feeling, baby I Need some sexual healing, baby I, I, You should be right here with a nigga back Discovering love underneath these sheets Need some sexual healing, baby ah, ah. It's the biggest She'll be right here with a nigga back Live
0: it That's my new shit Live it Yeah, yeah. Live it made <laughs> not use it That's on the counter, making love to my album Tweaking cause I'm so freaky, fucking you every hour There's some thoughts in your salad, I got multiple talents Dallas, London, and Paris, Then make love to a ballad On the beach in Bahamas, if we speak, let's be honest Got me roaming the streets, like I'm big on Katanas Run the league like Giannis, never speak to your honor I'm keeping my promise, I'm the king of Wakanda Just watch what I say, I can't speak on no drama just lay on your back, just a kiss on your stomach Bring up your friends, get you a bonus I out your wrist, time to get a new rollie Damn Marino on mine, guess who calling the plays? Put your team on the yacht, now they all in the maze You all that I got, that's all I'ma say If I write you a check, I could call it a day I... Can't control
3: this feeling, baby I some sexual healing, baby. I ah, ah. you should be right here with a nigga babe. Yeah. We should be discovering love underneath these sheets. Need some sexual healing, baby. I. Ah, ah. You'll be
0: right
1: here with a yeah. 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 That was Fun Fact by L.A. and Rick Ross. <clears throat> All right, man. We got two, two big pretty releases big, Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Where do you want to start?
2: <clears throat> uh. Let's start with Cuddy, man. He was the b- much bigger one for me.
1: Yep. You got it.
2: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man. I I was really skeptical about this when I saw this. Uh huh. I knew he had a project coming. I did not know it was Man on the Moon three.
1: And what does that change for you?
2: Uh, because Man on the Moon one and two were like classics to to me
1: okay Uh, yeah like
2: their personal classics right uh and as soon as i saw that he's doing this i i got very nervous because i've gotten about a decade worth of uh mediocrity and garbage from him (laughs) yeah From man on the moon 2 to now it's i mean he's at best been mediocre
1: that's yeah at best for sure at best uh-huh.
2: I think that's fair to him. You know, he's done a couple of interesting things here and there, but very, very far, few and far between. Hmm. Um. And I I listened to this about two or three times off rip just to really get a good feel for it. And I gotta yeah. say, man, he it lived up to the name.
1: Is it classic?
2: I, I wouldn't say it's a classic. I think it's the worst one of the trilogy. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I do think it fits with the trilogy very well. Okay. I do think it's that he's back to that same kind of creative hip hop sound that he—I don't know if he started, but he was very early with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I enjoyed it, man. I, I really—I thought the there was a lot of versatility in the songs. I thought, I thought he focused on rapping a lot more in this one. Mhm. and hes he didn't really prove anything to me as a rapper I still don't think he's very good <laughs> yeah Uh, but it was the songs were creative enough that it flowed very well yeah uh, That's I fair. thought this was the first time where there was a, a large number of tracks that I'm as they're coming in I'm excited to hear what they are yeah I, yep. I really didn't have that with him for a long time. And I've really only had that with him with this trilogy. Yeah. What did you think? <laughs>
1: um. <clears throat> okay, so let me preface this by saying I was never a Kid Cudi fan. N- never, and I
2: That's why I was curious to hear your thoughts, because I knew you were not.
1: I, I liked Man on the Moon... The first one. And I, I won't say I liked it a lot, but I liked a lot of the songs individually. Like Heart of a Lion was, was really nice. Day and Night I I loved Day and Night before it got on the album. I loved Make Her Say Pursuit of Happiness I liked a lot. Up Up and Away I ended up liking later. And I liked it a lot. Um
2: Soundtrack to My Life is a classic.
1: It's a classic. Cuddy yeah.
2: Zone was really good.
1: Yeah. So Man on Moon Two, Yeah, very interesting people. I fell off after that. And so yeah, full decade for me of <laughs> and I really wanted Passion Pain and Demon's Land to be good. It was mediocre. I, really did. I wanted it to be good though. Before it came out, I was like, Oh yeah, yeah he's back. This this is gonna be fire, he's had time, Andre the Thousands yes. on here, yeah. Pharrell got his back. I, I
2: really only gave him Mediocrity for that album and uh, Indicud.
1: <laughs> did you listen to Speed and Bullet to Heaven?
2: That sucked.
1: Oh, okay. So you're saying the rest was below Mediocrity. Just, yeah, the rest was just garbage. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. <clears throat> so I will say that I did enjoy this album. I didn't hate it. Uh, I, I liked listening to it. Uh, It just... It felt very generic, Kid Cuddy to me, though. I didn't feel like... When was the last album? 2016? Four years? This doesn't feel like four years of writing to me.
2: Well, well, Passion Pain was like two years ago, I think.
1: 2016.
2: Are you serious?
1: Yeah. Wow. Kid See Ghost was two years ago, but I don't count that. Yeah, that's...
2: I don't know what that is.
1: Him or Kanye probably didn't write that. Shout out to sci High, but this—I mean, for some reason, since the first two albums, I'll even—I'll give him the second album. I haven't felt any any uh, personal connection to any of his music. In that first album, I felt real personal connection to every song on there, even the songs that weren't about him. It felt like he. You know, it felt like he enjoyed making it, I guess. You know? Yeah. Uh, we, we talk about that a lot. And this uh, this was pretty fun. Uh, I like a couple of the songs on here, but it, it just felt like he was trying hard to fit the sound more than he was trying to just... More than he was, like, letting it come out his veins, I guess. Does that make sense?
2: I got you. And I think this... You nailed it, man. I think like his that kind of personal connection that you had with the first one and to an extent with the second one it's it's missing here
1: it is missing
2: like the music is pretty much just as good but it's just it's missing that yeah
1: that's exactly how i feel i don't i definitely i don't take anything away from this musically i think it sounds good you know i think he sounds pretty good he sounds like him um, he didn't blow me away on anything, like you said, lyric-wise or uh, humming-wise. Um, <laughs> but he—I <laughs> had texted this to you. There was one point where I couldn't tell if he was—he is the reason artists do what he does or he's biting off of artists. It sounded like there it was an in-between of that sometimes. Just sometimes, not all the time. Um, I definitely heard. Uh, uh, I definitely heard Travis, you know, Travis's influences in there. Um, there was someone else I had that I heard. Uh,
2: but I think you don't give him enough credit for being the influence, kind of back for those guys.
1: No, I don't. <laughs> that's, that's, but, that's fine. I, when people say it, I never argue <laughs> it, though. It's like, okay, that's cool. But to me, I don't think Cuddy was, like, big enough for him to have been... Like, when we talk about other people being the influence of other people, it's usually someone, like, really huge as someone else's influence. You know what I'm saying?
2: It's... I'm not going to argue. He's he's overrated as an artist a thousand percent. Uh Uh-huh. The... The credit that he gets and obviously too much of is how much of an impact his first album had yes because I think he captured lightning in a bottle with that first album uh-huh and he, he like that's where a lot of the divide comes in a second album because he tried to like kind of go deeper into that sound yeah and then after that he just like kind of lost that lightning yep But to me, I think his his original album kind of opened the door to a lot of the creativity that we get with guys like Travis, other artists like Don Tolliver, artists like that.
1: Man, there was another artist I, I was thinking of, man. I can't remember. But I was like, man, this sounds exactly like something they would do. I'll probably remember it later. But yeah... That first album was really big and the hits on there were hits, but he just didn't reach the level that I would consider someone that I felt like I would want to, like, take influence from. Like, to me, the artists that people say he influenced, I can't even imagine them listening to Kid Cudi. That's what I mean. It's not like he's someone that was just heard everywhere. Like, saying you saying someone was influenced from T-Pain is different because, like, T-Pain has had... Fifteen more hits than Kid Cudi has. Yeah, bro. Like, you just got to remember. You got to remember
2: when this when his first album came out.
1: Yeah, but I, I his hits weren't mega hits to me. Maybe maybe they bro, were. Maybe I just maybe, wasn't listening. Maybe not. Day even. and night was for bro, sure. Where
2: I lived, his whole his whole debut album was a hit.
1: That's crazy. I, I'm I'm not hating because I liked it. I liked the whole debut album. But I just felt like I didn't really hear it that often unless someone like played one song off of there. But it's a good project. It really is. And for someone who's coming back, so to speak, even though he didn't, people act like this is a comeback since Man on the Moon 2 yeah, just because it's, it's called like... Man on the Moon 3. And they ignore all the garbage he's been putting out all yeah, this time. I
2: had to make it clear before I even talked about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Don't forget this is not for our listeners. This is not a comeback. He's been making terrible music for the yeah. last 10 years. That's what's <laughs> been happening. There's no comeback. Uh so it's a it's a good album, man. It it is. It's a good album for him. It definitely is. Yeah, man. Cuz it's definitely a step in the like you said, a step in the right direction from before.
2: I just I had such a nostalgic feel with a lot of these songs. Uh, yeah. So I, I probably enjoyed it a little bit more, but I'm just happy he's back to kind of this style of music. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was such a fucking, you know what it is with him? Ever since his first two albums, it, it hasn't really felt like his music has any direction.
1: Yeah.
2: And finally, I don't know if it's just because he needs, like, this Man on the Moon trilogy is is clearly something he's kind of put a lot of thought into a lot of concept into you just don't feel that with anything else that he's done right like not even close
1: yeah yeah
2: what were your standouts though you said you said you liked uh, a number of the songs
1: uh i really liked sad people i liked uh she knows this was good um uh let's see what else what else did i like i liked rockstar nights
2: oh yeah trippy red sounded great on there
1: yeah yeah i like those those are my top three probably
2: um if i had to pick a three i would say tequila shots definitely uh, that's a hit started off the album on a good note yeah very high that's note a hit. uh I will say, uh, Mister Solodolo, three by far the best of the three songs.
1: Yeah, I, hate, I, I would agree I with that. I
2: hated the other two.
1: I feel like that's a uh, hot take to some people, but I would agree with that. Really, yeah, and uh,
2: I really liked September Sixteenth. Was he was kind of his touch on Man on the Moon Two? Because mm-hmm. the rest of this is a lot more Man on the Moon One sounding. Yeah, uh, but I really liked that song. Yeah, okay. I will say my on a personal gripe I have it's going to oh. it's going to bug me for for a really long time that Pop Smoke didn't get a verse on show out.
1: Oh yeah. I don't I almost wish he wasn't even on there to be honest. If he wasn't going to have a verse. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's a good point cuz like as soon as I heard Skepta's verse I'm like damn. Like Pop Smoke would have just annihilated this. <laughs> yeah he would have i mean kid cuddy kind of killed it low-key he did which i was really happy because i did not want it to be a bad song but when the song just came to an end i was like no like it's just it's just not enough yeah that hurt man that's that's really gonna bother me
1: (laughs) it was a good song it was yeah i mean I can't think of a song that a pop smoke verse wouldn't enhance yeah good at point, this point. Good point all right moving on
2: Jack Harlow
1: yes this... the kid that's exploded with what's popping uh you go first again
2: I gotta say man i I just I was just a negative I mean I had a rough weekend but uh I was pretty negative coming into this. Okay. Uh, because, I mean, all I heard What's Poppin', I heard Tyler Harrow. Tyler Harrow was kind of a letdown for me, uh-huh. because his rapping was good, but I was like, like, this is kind of, you're not giving me anything different from What's Poppin'. Right. And it's my first two tracks, and they're both kind of super blown up. And we yeah. we get that a lot with new artists like Lil Nas X. Like you 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 blow up off one song, then you kind of really have nothing else to offer. Mm-hmm. And I was really afraid that that would be the case here. I thought it would just be kind of, you know, him him kind of having fun, but it would be shit I've heard a hundred times. Yeah, and I I'm I was completely wrong.
1: This mm-hmm.
2: this guy is legit yeah uh He's i spitting. was i was just shocked at how much i enjoyed this album
1: okay it was like that Cause, okay because the rapping
2: here was good but like the rapping alone wouldn't have impressed me as much as it did Hmm. but i thought he for for what's popping not to be the best song on here yeah I mean what's popping is like a mediocre song for the rest of this album yeah it is and to me that that's like that was just so satisfying and I thought he showed me a ton of versatility with a lot of these tracks absolutely I mean wh- yeah, what did. did you think because i I loved this album kind of start to finish
1: really uh i I agree um I think you pretty much said it perfectly. Uh, he, the way he has established himself just with this album as just like an all around lyricist, it was impressive. This was really impressive. And he, and like you said, so much versatility and subject matter with the features, with the, the styles. I mean, um, it was, it was good. It was really, really solid, really solid. I don't have a lot to say about it It was just good Yeah
2: man I thought every f- song with a feature Was pretty much a hit
1: Yeah I would uh, say And so.
2: it was like it was so easy It was uh, it's, It was so easy And he had he had a lot in the bag That I didn't expect
1: Yeah and he had a really nice Level of confidence On there That it shined Yes. It shined
2: yeah. for sure i love i loved a lot of the sports references me too uh, i thought that was good he he a lot of his like references and shout outs are very creative very funny uh, he just sounds good yep he does he does remind me of russ a little bit mm-hmm. i will say there's heavy russ influence in his sound
1: they they have a similar cadence to their rapping Yeah,
2: cadence is a good word for it Because Yeah Like the second half of this Really separated him from Russ to me Uh huh not, not Maybe not better or worse But just different mm-hmm. Uh But man I was I was impressed I I can't wait to see what this guy does next Honestly
1: He's more of a step In the hip hop direction Than Russ to me
2: That's That's a fair point
1: point. And Russ kinda like You know Sticks Puts his toe in the Pop Pool Yeah, and Jack doesn't really do that. Yeah. Uh, it was Saint John, by the way, that I said, Cuddy. Ah, yes. It's it's so much like Saint John to me. Um, uh, you got a top songs on there on Jacks? I mean, you
2: know, this really, I I was excited because I about five songs in, I figured this would be a really good album. Yeah. And I got excited about the Bryson Tiller track.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And it dwarfed my excitement for the uh, Drake and Bryson collab. Because <laughs> this lived up to the hype so much more for me. Yeah. I mean, that song was like a perfect like throwback song that I wanted, especially on this album.
1: Absolutely. Uh, But yeah. I
2: will say, uh, I thought Cream was great.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then... I mean, it's like the easy answer, but already Best Friends was just so easy.
1: It was. It was really easy. It was really, really easy. Love is draw is definitely my top three. And um, I really liked Funny Seeing You Here. Um, I liked Cream a lot, too. And I liked 21C Delta, too. I thought that was a nice experimental track for him.
2: Yeah, he switched it up. I liked that a lot.
1: Yeah, I liked that. Yep. Yep. Cool album, man. He seemed like a really cool guy too. Yeah. shout out to Lou Williams. His man. I didn't I wanted the Lou Williams feature on here. <laughs> Thought maybe they recorded something at Magic City, but uh yeah. nah, it's all good. Uh what else? We got any uh music news? Um uh, No? I don't think so.
2: Yeah, nothing crazy that I've been seeing.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't think so either.
2: Nope. Nope. We'll be back. We're approaching the end of the year.
1: We are. We're going to have our top ten list again. for This will be our third one. Can you believe that?
2: Yeah. And we'll really kind of... it'll We'll go into the season with our rankings for all the NBA stuff. Yep. Uh no no I don't know if we're going to have like movie lists this year but maybe maybe show lists.
1: Yeah, cuz movies nah. Movie movies had a
2: slow year. Tenet unfortunately doesn't make the list.
1: <laughs> unfortunately.
2: No, it would I feel bad. I feel bad like it wasn't that good <laughs> in hindsight. Uh uh-huh. but I I did rewatch it and enjoy rewatching it.
1: I probably would enjoy rewatching it, but I, my opinion probably won't change. It was just, I just, it was pretty bad. To I me.
2: feel bad that that's what I that was the last movie theater experience
1: I had. I don't know, right? That is kind of bad. I want I really want to see Wonder Woman in theaters. I know, I do too. I'll take the at home version this time. <laughs> yeah, bro, it I can't go with Matrix Four. Oh, of course not. Of course not. No Keanu movies. Outside the theaters anymore at this point. Uh, oh. Um, sports people. Uh, this weekend is really big fights. On Canelo Alvarez is fighting. Um, Triple G Gennady Golovkin is fighting on Friday. Canelo on Saturday. So, just I'll talk about that next week. But yeah. Alright, we're gonna get out of here. Play some throwback Kid Cudi for the. Cuddy fans, Um, this is Mr. Rager.